Politics. It's Monday, March 21st, 2022. Coming up on the program today, muckbanging to the sounds of murder. Plus, deep-throating a microphone will get you banned on Twitch. Finding a tumbler up your vagina. And a teacher licks a man nipple in front of her students on Zoom. All this was your voicemails today. It's time for another Distorted View Test of Patience. Camp Jabberwocky Rocks. <laughs> Camp Jabberwocky Rocks. 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 Camp Jabberwocky is awesome. Camp Jabberwocky rocks. <laughs> Camp Jabberwocky rocks. Camp Jabberwocky rocks. Camp Jabberwocky is genial. I'm Camp Jabberwocky. Is that how you say it? Camp Jabberwocky rocks. That's good. Give me a smile. Camp Jabberwocky rocks. Camp Jabberwocky rocks. Camp Jabberwocky rocks. Camp Jabberwocky rocks. And then I walk in wrong. Yeah. Camp Jabberwocky rocks. Camp Jabberwocky rocks. Camp Jabberwocky is fantastic. It's incredible. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Crystal meth loosens up your butthole. Christian now fears his flatulence. The vagina is full of AIDS. Welcome to 1-800-ASSHOLE. Please, no confessions involving children. It's just a fight, back here with you starting a new week of programs real quick i gotta mention that test of patience camp jabberwocky is a wonderful place for kids with disabilities to go i get that and i know not all disabilities are the same i mean you can obviously tell that when you hear the kids speak camp jabberwocky rocks see she sounds normal rocks He does not, but you can tell what he was going for. It's very simple. The camp directors point a camera at you and say, hey, say Camp Jabberwocky rocks. Everyone tries their best and does it. And then there's this asshole. What's that for like 15 seconds? I'm sorry, there's no way he was saying Camp Jabberwocky rocks. 
Even if you have trouble speaking, it wouldn't go on for that long. And of course, you know, the camp directors can't say anything. You'll come off looking like an asshole scolding a little mentally handicapped kid for trying to communicate. Well, maybe the camp directors can't say anything, but I can sure as hell say something. Hey, Camp Jabberwocky Camper. You're a dick. Yeah, I'm talking to you. You're a dick. Knock it off. I know what you're pulling. Trying to be funny. Show a little respect for Camp Jabberwocky. By the way, I must be mellowing out in my old age. Yeah, this is mellow. I took pity on you guys or something because uh, that test of patience was only like two minutes long. Meanwhile, this compilation of campers saying Camp Jabberwocky rocks in various levels of understandability really goes on for like five minutes. I, al <laughs> I also found another compilation from Camp Jabberwocky. This one's from 1994. It's just kids saying yes and no. Yeah. Why, yes. 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 Yeah. A lot of yeses there. Yeah. Ooh. No way. Absolutely not. No, no, no. Yes. If you're wondering what these kids are responding to, apparently the camp counselor asked them, should there be a constitutional amendment? That prohibits U.S. courts from hearing cases and making decisions against a state if it's sued by a citizen who lives in another state. Opinions are varying wildly. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yes. It was a trick question. It's already the 11th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, you dum-dums. I truly have an absolutely had positively overwhelmingly yeah yeah let's just keep it to yes or no please have to take a lot of campers to get to no okay thank you no no spells no yeah yeah okay, all right, listen. yes most definitely you get the idea this is a test of patience for another day we have plenty of other things to talk about uh, i've got some nikocado avocado clips it's been a while since we featured him and there's a very strange reason why I'm featuring Nikocado in one of his most recent mukbangs titled Our Final Video Together. He's referring to Orlin, his husband. I think they've divorced about 28 times now. They're still together. They will always be together. Orlin's going nowhere. We know this. Nikocado wanted to do a Burger King mukbang. So they got a whole spread of food. Fish sandwiches, fries, chicken nuggets, Whoppers. Orlin apparently did not check the bag, though, and the chicken nuggets were missing, and he had to go back and fetch them. Drive back to get nuggets during rush hour because you feel like it. I didn't ask you to drive back. I'm letting you know that you made an error. The only error I made was marrying you. Marrying you was the only error I made. As you can tell, it's just more of the same. It's a pretty standard Nikocado video. I'm sorry, I'm not helping with your 400-pound milestone. Shh. Then Nick mixes the regular chicken nuggets with the vegan nuggets. You're mixing them with the animal ones. Plates are being thrown. Ouch. <laughs> Stop it. These are expensive. Put it down. I'm going to throw it. Put it down. I'm going to throw it. Put it down. This is not why I'm playing this for you. Something really bizarre happens about 35 minutes into the mukbang. Take 
a listen. You got to really pay attention. I have had bur- bad Burger King nuggets where they taste hard like a rock. Like Why these bad nuggets? So I, I put Jack in the Box as number one because of the consistency. I don't know how anyone can sit through all of this shit. Them just talking about eating chicken nuggets and stuff. And by the way, they were about to kill each other in the last clip. Now they're just sitting down, having a conversation, having, you know, eating a nice shitty meal. All right, now listen very closely. Not the consistency of just the actual nugget, but how consistently. Um, right there. Did you hear that in the background? Let's play that again. Um, there. <laughs> Enhance. Um, All right, let me just play it on loop. Um, um, the um, um, listen um, beyond um, the um. Um, 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 um. In the background, it sounds like a woman is struggling. You may be saying, Tim, you're out of your fucking mind. It might just be like a chair squeaking, an audio artifact. There's a million different things it could be. Well, let's continue on with the video. They're always on point. Go ahead and stop the video again. You guys heard that, right? It was a it was a scream from a woman. That isn't that's an obvious scream. Let me play a little more, see if there's any more additional screaming. They're always on point. Scream. Again, they taste like this, but... Yeah, yeah another scream. Here. Well, there's more screaming in the background. Like, this is like a struggle at this point. Hold on, let me rewind that. Always on point. I didn't realize it kept going on. Again, they taste like this, but... Yeah. Grease here. Just keep burping. Someone made a great comment. Imagine this being presented as evidence in court, and you have to hear him burping in between the screams. This is what jurors are going to be listening to. In the video, Nick doesn't really acknowledge what's going on. He does sort of like squint his eyes like, what the hell is that? That's pretty much it. Later on, he gets on TikTok and he sort of acknowledges something went down. So, see, you hear all this? Everyone's texting me. Everyone, my phone's going off. People, okay, apparently someone got stabbed in my building. Oh. And in my video, the evidence was there at the 34 mark. Yeah, it would have been great if you weren't burping over the whole thing so we could actually hear it. I honestly don't I don't even know what to make of this. Finally, some unscripted drama in a Nikocado avocado video. I mean, I'm sorry a woman had to die for it, but it's just nice to hear something other than fake screaming and fighting. Internet sleuths went to work, and uh, sure enough, there there was a stabbing in the Bronx where Nikocado lives. A Bronx mother and her six-year-old daughter, Jesus Christ, were killed in a knife attack carried out by the woman's boyfriend who later died by suicide. Now, this is going to make me an asshole, but, you know, I I have to look at everything with a, uh, a skeptic's eye. We don't know that this is the woman that was, you know, in Nikocado's building. A lot of people are murdered in New York City. And if it was like a mother and a daughter both being stabbed, wouldn't there be multiple screams? Unless the kid was like sleeping or something when she was stabbed. I mean, oh my God, it's just horrible all around. And Nick was oblivious to the whole thing. Or he just didn't want to be bothered as he stuffed his face full of chicken nuggies. By the way, like the very next Nick Akato video was this. 
I don't know if this video is going to go into YouTube. I need to decide what to do. I'm really not sure what to do, to be honest with you. I'm really not sure. He's crying. <laughs> it's like in the moment. Maybe I'll just give this for me. Apparently this murder is really hitting him hard. Understandable. Maybe I'll just give this for me. It's just like <laughs> happened right next door. He probably knew these people, right? It's okay, Nick. Take your time. Compose yourself. So I found out that Orland uh-huh. cheated. Oh, that's why he's crying. It's just more of that bullshit. Like, even in this, like, fake Nikocado avocado world, why would Nick care? Because they both admit to cheating on one another all the time. In this video, though, uh, Nick says he understands why Orlin would do it because Nick is fat and disgusting. All right? Something we can all agree on. Take a good look at yourself. What have I done to my body? <laughs> <laughs> that is, <laughs> of course, he's, he's in the bathroom. And he's farting and shitting. He is. I mean, he's got to be a comedic genius, right? That was that was some pretty good timing. Take a good look at yourself. Again, his next door neighbor was just murdered. What have I done to my body? Look, he's got to get those clicks, man, those views. So it's right back to overeating, crying, and farting on cam. He's got a brand. What have I done to my body? <laughs> Let's move on. It definitely sounded more like a shart than a fart. Uh, speaking of farts, though, Dr. Hugbees provided a link to a YouTube channel called The Fart Guy. Do I really need to tell you what type of content he provides? We have featured similar YouTube channels before, most notably Root Pootie. But I think uh, the fart guy has Mr. Pootie beat. Take a listen to some of uh, his farts. This is fart compilation number 15. First one is a public restroom at work. Loud and amazing acoustics. You can't, you can't beat that fart. That was like um, at his desk at work, and he just sort of like aims the camera towards his crotch. Okay. Like a low rumbler. Here's a fart from a video he titled, Oh My God. Oh my God. Glorious. Oh, still going. pop at the end there. Nice touch. It's very spicy content. I'm surprised his account hasn't been banned because services like YouTube and Twitch, they're getting very restrictive. You can't even like elude to sex. I would say like every uh, like three or four months, I'll log into YouTube and see that one of my old videos has been pulled. And these, you know, I haven't really been active on YouTube for a long time. We did, uh, we did a video show for Distorted View called Morning Sickness back in, I don't know, 2013 or 2014. Those videos are still up, 
but they're being pulled at an alarming rate now. You know, like eight, nine years later. And none of the videos had like nudity. It was just me playing clips of mostly stuff found on YouTube. I think the most recent one that was pulled was um, a clip of a guy either using his arm or like the rolls in the back of his head. And he like zoomed in with his camera. And so the rolls in the back of his head kind of looked like a butt or a pussy or something. And he was like pretending to finger it. Not a real pussy. There was no fingering of cunt in my video, but still apparently it had to go. It was too titillating. I just heard about uh, Save a Princess on Twitch. She's someone who does ASMR videos, mostly of blowjob sounds. She's got a like a microphone and she just starts licking it. Here, here's an example of some of her content. She's dressed in a schoolgirl skirt, right? The no nudity. Just, you know, licking a microphone. <laughs> Well, now she's just sort of sucking it. She does this a lot. Like, I've got another clip here, and uh, she's drooling on the microphone and just straight up trying to deep throat it, I guess. And then she uses her hand and grabs her ponytail in the back of her head. <laughs> It is a little provocative. Another clip. I think she starts gagging on it. Again, another penis. Just a microphone. Nope. She's gagging in my left ear. And now, now she's going to gag in my right ear. And just for doing that, she gets banned off of Twitch. Here's this young entrepreneur just trying to make a better life for herself, creating content for the nice people, and she gets punished and deplatformed for it. Where's she going to turn to now? Manurefetish.com Oh, God, no. That poor girl. She's got nowhere else to turn. You're doing live streams for Manurefetish.com All right, uh, let's move on. Tyler Soros Rex wanted me to know that there's a new Wank Bank website. Wank Bank, of course, is the online repository of MP3 files of dudes masturbating. It was started, of course, by the creator and host of Podcasturbation, the number one podcast for gooners, baiters, and gooner baiters. You can call a phone number, leave a message. That message is saved as an MP3 file on the Wank Bank. Uh, Tyler Soros wanted me to play this one that he calls particularly pathetic. Hey, it's Tony the Baloney Bopper. Oh, Richard. Oh, I'm jacking off. It's so strange, but most of these Gooner Bader guys calling into the Wank Bank line, they're straight. It's so strange to hear a guy moaning, uh... Uh, and then saying another guy's name. Oh, Richard. Yeah, I'm just sitting here thinking about you as I pull my pud. I can't. I can't go back and be normal. I'm going to be a masturbator all my life. It does create another set of problems. Oh, yeah. Well, being being addicted to to jacking off. Oh. Uh, being pussy free, 
just being a loser. It's just, I'm a loser. Oh. Apparently, being a loser never felt so good. But I love that. It excites me that such a loser. I'm telling people. I thought that would be a good idea. Oh my gosh, it's not. It's not. Oh, people know I play with myself. You know, people are, they'll, they'll make fun of you. They'll laugh at you and talk behind your back and stuff. I'm going to just talk right to your face. I'll just say you're a jack-off. Oh, I fucking love that. There most definitely is an aspect of humiliation that these guys respond to. Like the host of Podcasturbation will be masturbating, talking about his little dicky wicky and how it can't please a woman and he's worthless and it just gets them all, you know, worked up. Same with this guy. He loves calling himself a loser and pathetic. He likes what other people call him pathetic. I love that. This makes me feel more like a loser, but sitting around thinking how the people that, that know, people I've had relationships with that I told them, hey, I'm a, I'm a masturbator. <laughs> oh my God. And he doesn't quit talking to me. Well, it is a little off-putting when you refer to your masturbation addiction as your relationship. I'm a masturbator. And I'm a loser. It's very obvious to me. To be fair, it's obvious to all of us. I think it's obvious to the people when they see me. They just kind of think they think I, I play with myself. I do play with myself. I play with myself. Oh. All right, I think that's enough. Thank you very much, Tyler Soros Rex, for the heads up about the uh, the new Wank Bank website. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. yeah. Yeah, you are. Okay. Real quick, before we get into the news, I have got a Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominee for you. Like Cher or Madonna, this is a one-name superstar. This is Zach with his hit song, I'm Zach. Oh, no. We're already in trouble. <laughs> There's clapping. Loser alert. Well, the instrumental track is hot and funky. I was born 13 years ago in Washington, D.C. That's right. I'm going to cyber bully a teenager. My mother and my father explain the world to me. I'm pretty sure this music video was produced by the same company that did Rebecca Black's Friday. Even though the two songs are very different, I'm getting similar vibes here. Don't tell me I should act like you or do the same as others do to stand out in a noisy crowd. I know they're putting an auto-tune effect on his voice, but is that also a synthesized lisp I hear? Who knew that was a desirable plug-in? You must make sure your voice is loud. To others it sounds false, but that's the way I roll. I know that what I say is true. This poor kid. You know, his parents paid for this, and I bet they had some creative control. He's surrounded by girls in this music video, and even though they're 13 like him, they're supposed to be sexy. You know that Robert Palmer video where he, you know, I think it's Addicted to Love or whatever, where he's singing and he's got those women dressed completely in black behind him. There's scenes like that in this video. Let me explain to you. I'm Zach. Stand back. 
class act You can take it from me Unique Trashy The peak Of fabulosity Don't you wish that you could be Zachary I was Zachary at 13 If you know what I mean I'm sorry. Any kid that uses the word fabulosity, his sexual orientation is pretty much set in stone. I mean, set in stone. Oh, what the hell? Let's learn a little more about Zach here. I'd rather watch an Apple keynote than the Super Bowl. How can I make fun of Zach when we are so similar? I'd rather dance to hairspray than my father's rock and roll. Uh-huh. You don't have to add on to that sentence. You could have just stopped it. <laughs> you want to eat a hot dog. I know what you mean, Zach. I don't know how much more of this you can take. Let's just fast forward to the end. Me. Keep it sassy, Zach. This video was actually posted on YouTube back in 2012 or something. I mean, Zach is a full grown man now. He's probably gay married. Married yet still full of that fabulosity. Ting. <laughs> I came across an even older music video. This is some real lo-fi shit. Now, you guys think you have it pretty tough trying to locate a PS5. Dealing with eBay and scalpers. Your struggle is nothing new. You're not special. Back in 2006, the same shit was happening, but with PS3s. Yo, I'm here to say about the PS3. Let me tell you what it's done to me. I've been waiting in line all night today. I might not even get to play. I want my PS3. Can't find them in the stores. eBay's overpriced. I want to buy Christmas. Wouldn't that be nice? Awesome graphics. They're so cool. Gives me something to do after school. I want my PS3. Who are these pretty girls humoring this dork? It gotta be his sisters, right? Or cousins or something. Dude, who the fuck cares about a PS3? You're in your bedroom with two blondes. Fuck the pain away. Kids and gamers, can't wait for Tony Hawk's Project 8. Once it's mine, it'll be so fun. Be playing with my friends all the time. I want my, I want my, I want my PS3. Yeah. Well, I do have a sad update for you. This young man was diagnosed with leukemia and died before he could touch a PS3 or one of these two girls' titties. Just uh, a failure of a life all around. No, in reality, he did not die. He's alive. Still never got that PS3, though. His parents were sick and tired of taking him to GameStop after GameStop looking for the damn thing. They ended up buying him a Wonder Swan. That's the console he continues to use to this day. Like I said, just a sad existence. All right. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of the fucked up news. Rock up. not a member of the Distorted View Sideshow, please consider signing up, becoming a member, a true and honorable freak, if you will. Every week, Sideshow members get uh, brand new exclusive episodes of Distorted View Daily, typically on Tuesday and Thursday. That means tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. All those options are over there at superfreaksideshow.com. 
But now, remember, you can sign up if you listen to Distorted View Daily on Spotify. You can sign up for Sideshow content uh, right in the app. Same deal with Apple Podcasts. Makes it very easy to grab these exclusive episodes of DV. And best of all, it helps ensure Distorted View Daily continues on for a long, long time. Sign up right now so you don't miss a thing. Superfreaksideshow.com. There are other ways to support DV. We've got a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash Distorted View. Uh, you can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps, but if you pledge $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, a Manhattan Spanish teacher pulled from the classroom after investigators found that she sucked on a man's nipple during a Zoom class, returned to the same school this month because apparently she didn't break any rules. First of all, I like how investigators were called in. What was there to investigate? It's all on video. You can clearly see the woman sucking on a dude's nip. Were they checking to see if it was a deep fake or something? A junior said, uh, it's weird. It's wrong. It was so embarrassing for her to come back. So I'm looking at a screenshot of, uh, I guess, the nipple licking. She's like sitting down and she's got headphones on. And I guess some guy is standing next to her, like walked up to her shirtless. Must be her boyfriend or husband or something. And she just started to lick his nipple. The Department of Education removed teacher Amanda K. Fletcher from Columbia Secondary School for Math, Science and Engineering amid the COVID-19 shutdown in October 2020 after investigators found that she engaged in an appropriate sex act while remotely instructing her class. At the time, students remotely watched a live class where the teacher appeared to suck the nipples of an unidentified topless male while she rocked her head back and forth. Following the act, Fletcher's face turned in full view of the screen and then she gyrated her shoulders and smiled. Before that, students watched Fletcher eating spaghetti with the shirtless man behind her. After taking her mouth off of the man's chest, Fletcher resumed teaching and discussing a worksheet. Investigators viewed several videos of the incident, which were shared by students on Snapchat and other social media platforms. The thing is, like, these classes, I don't know, they're, what, 40 minutes? You couldn't wait until, like, in between classes to suck on your boyfriend's tit? She has very poor impulse control. The alleged behavior started about 12 minutes before the class ended while students were still present on the call. Fletcher gave no explanation for her alleged conduct. I don't have to answer to you or anyone. I guess the big question is, like, how how is she back teaching now? Is the school district, like, that hard up for teachers? During the man nipple suck fest, one student said, Oh my God, <laughs> are you seeing what I'm seeing? Uh, she was eating pasta full on. Then a half-naked guy came on, the student said. After taking her mouth off the man's chest, Fletcher did a little shimmy, the student recalled. She wasn't hiding it. It was a look-at-me kind of thing. Fletcher caused another buzz when she unexpectedly showed up at the school 17 months later on March 7th. I'm rested and ready to teach. I find this whole situation nauseating. It's beyond a slap in the face, a mother complained to administrators. Uh, Principal Miriam Nightingale claimed that her hands were tied. Quote, the decision to return Amanda Fletcher to service was not made at the school level. I cannot change her assignment to our school nor bar her from the building, 
Sounds like Amanda Fletcher made some friends at the Department of Education. I wonder how many nipples she had to suck over there to get her job back. All right, uh, second story we have for you. Did you? Well, there's been a new interesting case report published in the journal Urology Case Reports. Someone shoved something where they shouldn't have. Uh, The report describes how doctors found a glass tumbler. Those are big. (laughs) A whole fucking tumbler inside a 45-year-old woman. She apparently misplaced it about four years earlier. Misplaced? Would you run out of space in your cupboard? Well, uh, I guess the woman had been suffering from something called urgentoria for about a year before eventually going to the emergency room. Not entirely sure what urgentoria means, but I bet you it's it's got to be like, you know, she felt like she always has to pee or something like, like it, you know, the base word is urgent, right? Uh, let's see. Uh, urgentoria is a feeling of urinary urgency. I was right. A continuing sensation of needing to empty your bladder. I've had that. What the hell shoved up my urethra? You know, now that I think about it, I am missing a few of those 1980s McDonald's glass mugs featuring Garfield on them. I had five. Now there's only three in my collection. You know what? I do remember fidgeting with a couple of those mugs, pressing them down my dick. Yep. I know where they're at. That is going to be painful coming out. Ugh. I hate Mondays. Urinary urgency is a common symptom of a urinary tract infection. Oh, maybe I had that. Uh, Because when your bladder walls get irritated, they often begin to contract or spasm. The case report, authored by a team from the uh, academic hospital Habib in Tunisia, nailed that pronunciation. Anyway, uh, it indicated that the woman had received treatment for bladder infections several times previously. However, each time, no one had taken a closer look at her bladder. Fucking chalices in there. While the woman was in the emergency room, a urinalysis on a sample of her urine found both red blood cells and a lot of white blood cells. That's pretty typical for a UTI. However, an x-ray of her pelvic area revealed something even more unusual. An object that appeared shaped like a glass. Nothing down there should resemble a tumbler, so doctors knew something was up. The woman underwent surgery to remove this object from her bladder. Not only was it a tumbler, it was glass. It was a glass tumbler that had apparently been sitting in her bladder for a while because it was encased in calcified material. Best of all... One of the doctors uh, tweeted about it and included a picture of the tumbler. Check it out right now. It's the chapter artwork. She was obviously using it to masturbate with uh, with the glass tumbler successfully removed from her bladder. The woman was able to leave the hospital after two days, and apparently she had no problems afterwards. Yeah, upon questioning from the doctors, the patient mentioned that she had used the glass tumblers as a sex toy. For years prior, inserting it into her vagina. And then one day it just slipped a little too far in there. Or, you know, she was masturbating with it and then got a phone call and forgot it was in there. I don't know. For one reason or another, she didn't remove the glass tumbler from her vagina. Over time, the object probably caused inflammation and the breakdown of the tissue between her vag and her bladder. You know, creating all sorts of trouble. But uh, the woman got the tumbler out of her pussy. She's doing much better. All right, final story we have for you today. A company called Dick at Your Door got sued in Ventura County, California. 
All because a woman complained that she received a five-inch chocolate penis that she did not order. Yeah, well, that's kind of the point. People order the cocks for you. You know, either because they feel like uh, you need a cock or you're being a dick. That's the genius of dick at your door. There are so many reasons you would want to send a penis to someone. It's a solid business model. Rock hard business model. Plaintiff Linda Parks says the offensive chocolate phallus was delivered to her house in Ventura, California this past June without explanation, and that when she followed up with the owners of Dick at Your Door, her attempts to verify the identity of the person who made the delivery were rebuffed. Lady, just enjoy your chocolate cock. Good God, turning this into the crime of the century. People are allowed to send you unsolicited stuff. That's that's what mail is most of the time. Parks says she believes Dick at Your Door is no longer solvent and incapable of answering the complaint, but she accuses the people behind the company of using it as a shell through which to divert funds to themselves. I'm not even really sure what she's talking about here. There's a company. It sent you a chocolate dick. I mean, it's probably not a large corporation. So, yeah, when people buy stuff on their website, they they pocket that money. That's how they make their income. A general internet search reveals there is indeed a company that will send chocolate facsimiles of penises in a box with the phrase, eat a dick, embossed on the underside of the box top. She's just salty, right? She's upset. Someone sent her an eat a dick chocolate. Fun options include a box that on the outside looks like a COVID-19 at-home vaccine kit. That's genius, but actually contains a more modestly sized chocolate dick. Parks seeks damages, including punitive damages on a single claim of intentional infliction of emotional distress. Besides Dick at Your Door, named defendants include a parent company, Rain Parade LLC, and its owner, uh, Adam Haskell. Oh, and Brian Pritz, their co-owners, I guess. The action of defendants were outrageous, intentional, and malicious. They don't even know who you are, bitch. Someone said, send a dick to this address. And they're like, okay. Emails to both the company and Parks's attorney seeking comment were unreturned as of press time. Now, you can go to dickatyourdoor.com and see their uh, entire line of offerings. They are pretty big. I wonder if that's solid chocolate dicks or if they're hollow inside. I might just order one for myself. Uh, but look, they've got like, you know, dark chocolate, you know, chocolate dicks. And, a, and like a lighter color. I don't know. That's like a white chocolate or butterscotch or something. But uh, the penises are very veiny. They appear to be uncut cocks with the foreskin pulled back. A lot of the penises are the same. I think it's just like one mold. They're different colors. There's a blue blue dick there. Uh, but the boxes are what, what are different. Like one says, a sweet treat just for you. And then you open it up and there's a dick inside. There's a congratulations you deserve it, box. Oh, they don't just have penises. Uh, they also have assholes. Valentine's buttholes. Live fast, eat ass. Edible anuses. Bag of gummy dicks. They also do the um, the glitter card bombs, which is a real annoying thing. And then something called the endless sound greeting card. Once opened, it starts playing sounds that you can't stop you can try closing the car it will, it, nothing will will stop it'll keep going for about three hours driving the recipient fucking crazy 
There's one card here uh, that's titled, You Give My Heart a Boner. Once activated, your crush gets up to three hours of the chorus to Me So Horny by Two Live Crew. Obviously, the, the music can only be stopped if you destroy the card. But here's the thing. If you try ripping up the card, there's a secret payload of glitter that explodes when the card is torn apart. Ooh, that is evil. I love it. What a great company, Dick at Your Door. How could you sue them? They're just goofing around with everyone. All right, uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Alrighty, I love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash distortedview show. You know all the ways to contact me. Don't forget about the Discord. That's where all the freaks are hanging out, chatting, sharing links, watching stuff. It's a good time over there. Uh, there's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. All right, let's check in with uh, just a few freaks here and uh, see what they're up to. Yes, caller, go right ahead. I just wanted to call in and say that it takes unparalleled skill to fart that loudly with my wireless headphone in my ear and for you to still hear it clearly after your long recorded voicemail. I just wanted to call and praise myself for my fart and, um, and say, you're gay. Have a good day. Look at you rhyming. That sounds pretty gay to me. Only queers rhyme. That's <laughs> something like Peter and Raymond would be arguing about, right? Ray, you're a little sissy. Only queers rhyme. Anyway, what the hell is this guy talking about? Well, he, uh, you know my rule. If people call in two times in a row, I'll just play the newest call. Because my, my, my guess is they fucked up on the first call. Or something happened that, uh, you know, cut him short. Uh, so I'm guessing he farted in his first call. Let's take a listen. See, the problem is this is, um, you know, telephone quality... Yeah, I, I, what was I supposed to hear there? There's no fart. I don't hear a fart. Then this asshole calls back to pat himself on the back. Yeah, a job well done. No, as a matter of fact, you should be ashamed of that fart. You're no the fart guy, that's for fucking sure. Compare that last whatever it was to this masterpiece. Yeah, oh, what a symphony. That's a real man's fart. Who's gay now? Oh, God. All right. Dare I try another call here? Hey, Tim. Turbo with Lex here. Hi. I just have a quick question. Mm -hmm. uh, why do pervs and, like, junior baiters always say they're masturbating their penis? What else should they be masturbating? Does ma doesn't masturbating imply penis? Right. Like, if you're stroking your wrist for sexual gratification, then you say, I'm masturbating my wrist. <laughs> Don't say, I'm masturbating my penis, though. That's Shit correct. doesn't make any sense. You're not wrong. The thing about it is, though, these guys, like, part part of it for them is, uh, like, talking about it, right? Gooner baiting is 50% masturbation, 50% communication. Oh, that's good. I should write that somewhere. They like to hear themselves talking about penis. That's why they always, like, make noises. Even when they don't have anything to say, it's still like, yeah. They just like to they like to make noises while they while they while they masturbate and they like to talk about it. Yeah, they they want you to know what they're doing. Yeah, I'm masturbating my penis. Yeah. 
Hi, Timmy Boo. Uh. This is your lady freak calling in. Low battery smoke detector. <laughs> nice. Um, I was just thinking something weird. And like, what kind of, I was just wondering, what kind of listeners listen to Distorted View? I think it's actually a varied crowd of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I would describe myself as a strange person. I love avant-garde music. I love poetry. Like recently you played uh, some spoken word poetry. And I'm like, yeah, I love that shit. I do that shit. And I love Yoko Ono, for instance. Like in my free time, I listen uh-huh. to Yoko Ono of my own volition. Yes. Wow. I find her ear rapey. That's what I like. <laughs> but I'm just curious. Like, are there other people like me who listen to Distorted View? Am I just weird? And for some context, yes. I've been listening to Distorted View since like 2008. So I'm a longtime freak. I love the show and I love you, Timmy Boo. But what other freaks are out there? Yeah. I know, like, obviously a lot of you, but I want to hear a description. Okay, bye. All right. What kind of people are you? Call into the voicemail line. I, I mean, that's pretty vague. I do have some demographics here, thanks to Spotify. We once ran a listener survey, like, Early on in in the run of this podcast, I don't know, 2006, 2007, and thousands of you actually responded. It was interesting. I mean, I I was surprised that uh, there there were functioning members of society listening to this podcast, like people with decent jobs. Now, on Spotify, we've got uh, an 83% male audience. I think, uh, now that's just people, you know, listening in Spotify, so it's a, a tiny portion of the overall audience of DV. And I don't think that is accurate, you know, o- overall. I think it's probably more like a 30-70 split. The majority of my audience is age 28 to 34. We should really be getting more advertisers. I mean, that's the sweet spot right there. That's who advertisers want to talk to. And um, I don't know how helpful this is. The, the caller mentioned that she listens to Yoko Ono. Most people who listen to DV on Spotify enjoy Eminem, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Slipknot, the Beatles, and Kanye West. So quite diverse there. There's some listener stats for you if you want to call in with your own personal story or whatever. I'd uh, love to hear from you. Again, 206-666-4463. That's all the time we have on this edition of the program. Why don't you guys email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Again, voicemail on for you, 206-666-4463. It's very easy to remember because it spells out 206-O-H-G-O-D. As in, oh God. What have I done to my body? Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to uh, give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like, wherever you can rate and review podcasts. It really does help the show out. If you are not a Sideshow member, it's a great time to sign up. Why? Because tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. Otherwise, I will see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody! Hi, I'm B. Arthur with a message for women who take Bremerin. Don't. It's made of horse urine. I'm not kidding. This-
This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.